I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You need to know exactly where your food's coming from. That's the, the clientele that buy the menu every week. Keeping your eyes open and your ear to the ground, essentially, and listening to what people are growing. The integrity, that, that provenance, that ability to not just know where something came from, but to really know the, the ins and outs of how it was raised is really important. Hello there and welcome to another episode of the Capital Cookbook 3 podcast. This is the Quicksand Food Connection and my name's Stefan Postuma. Today I talk with Jack and Jerome from The Cupping Room in the City. You all probably know about The Cupping Room. It's a part of the Honor Coffee Group and they make fantastic specialty coffee. They really educate their customers about what goes into their coffee and they also make great food which is where Jerome the head chef comes in. They've got a great brunch and lunch menu and they're really popular. It's great to learn what goes on behind the scenes in places like this. So I hope that you enjoy my conversation with Jack and Jerome from The Cupping Room in Canberra city how long has the cupping room been open for now uh nearly three, three, yeah. three two and a half to three years yeah two and a half to three yeah, years so we opened in november 2014 yeah and 13 i mean walking into this place you know you might try to order a coffee that you're used to normally having a certain way and yeah. you guys don't necessarily do it the way that everyone else does. Do you want to take us through sort of what you guys are doing with coffee here? Yeah. Um, so basically, um, obviously being like extremely passionate about coffee, um, we have a certain dream, I suppose, of, of, of a way that the industry could be heading for the finer appreciation of coffee. Um, yeah. And I suppose we really liken the coffee industry to a young, immature version of the wine industry. Mm. It's very, very similar in the way it's grown and produced. Um, and and then also the only way it's different is the way it's appreciated. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so we'd love people not to like, not that you have to get the whole story every single time you go to the wine shop. You don't have to be like, oh, what region is it from? And what was the, you know, this and that and everything. But, you know, you do appreciate that it does have a story to it mm-hmm. and that there's certain levels of quality um, and it can be appreciated at a really high level you know um, mm. and it does have complexity to it so I suppose it's the same with coffee mm. um, so for us the first step that we've taken um, is I suppose the the standard way of appreciating milk coffee um, is with flat white cappuccino or latte so I suppose if you were liking that to the wine industry it's like saying um I don't even know how you're liking it to it. It's it's a bit weird, like mm. judging, like ordering a coffee based on the amount of froth, and whether you want chocolate on it, 
or yeah. not. Like it's a bit weird. Like yeah. if, you, if you look at it in that way. Yeah. Yeah. So for us, we've just and they're all now like nowadays. If you go to cafes, they're all prepared the same anyway. Mm. Like in our cafes before, the difference between a flat white and a latte and a cappuccino is so minimal. So we've sort of bitten the bullet and we've just done one standard milk coffee. Yeah. Um, and then you get we've instead provided option of blends so you can say I'd like a more chocolatey style more full bodied style of mm. coffee or a more like fruity bright style of coffee mm. um, and yeah so we've just tried to start that process that's cool. um, so yeah yeah that's interesting and I guess uh, one of the challenges is getting training your staff to be able to educate the customer yeah yeah because mm. yeah. I'm sure people have been like this isn't a cappuccino or whatever yeah. whatever it may be yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we're lucky that we have an awesome team of people here who um, really respect what we do yep. and are really part of it and really believe in it, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we like we completely. It's a work in progress. Like we completely screwed up the way we delivered it to customers when we first opened, and we yep. were absolutely murdered for it. Um, but it helped us refine what we we're trying to do, and now we're really, really happy with the result that we've yeah, got. That's awesome. um, and we've made it really simple. Like it, you just get it. You just order. Like when you go to the table, it's like, hey, would you like a milk or a black coffee? Cool milk coffee, which blend would you like? Sweet, small or large? Yeah. Done. Makes, you know, it's actually more sense. simple than <laughs> yeah. like, you know, would you like a skinny, extra hot soy latte with chocolate on top? Yeah. Like, you know? Well, the jury, so, the jury's still out about the difference between a latte and a flat white, whether or not it's an amount of foam thing or if it's just the fact that it's in a glass in a or a cup. Like, yeah. <laughs> Originally, like, latte, from what I know, like, was supposed to be a little bit more milky. Yeah. I think all these things, like, cappuccinos never had chocolate on them, like, traditionally in Italy and stuff, where they sort of started. Yeah. Um, when they were, like, the ones who sort of started doing milk and coffee together. Yeah. But somewhere along the line, I think it's just, like, these things are developed. Like, I worked in Melbourne, and they've got, like, a whole different set of things. They've got, like, magics and stuff, which, and, like, bachelors and all these names which you probably never heard of which are like styles of coffee yeah I think it's like someone people coming in going oh can you just do it like this and that and then it's developed as a thing yeah exactly yeah if you know yeah. what I mean yeah I know um, so interesting. and we're trying I suppose just wind back now mm. we're the first ones just to take the punt yeah and go for it. but I think if you go around Canberra now a lot of the new venues that have opened who are serious about coffee have started doing something and everyone's sort of you know like go to Barrio you can't get soy milk yeah you know um, you go to Tupelo they're doing just milk coffees the same as us like it's inspired a lot of people going oh yeah we can do this yeah um, which is really cool and we hope that as a standard customers will start coming in and going hey like you know what coffees you got on today yeah you know um, yeah yeah and it allows you guys as well to focus on the quality of your your beans and your roast and yeah. educating the public about that not, not about all the you know the bells and whistles that go with with the coffee you know it's just yeah. like we want you to taste the flavor of our coffee yeah. because as a part of the on a yeah. coffee brand and having such yeah. an experienced and good roasting team yeah yeah that's what you want to highlight so, yeah. yeah and um i suppose for us is like really the job is just changing the criteria in which people judge their yeah. coffee so right now like many people judge their coffee based on temperature amount of foam and how fast it comes out yeah. maybe if you know what I mean um, whereas we want people to start saying oh what's the flavour like yeah. you know exactly. um, and coffee's not just coffee you know like is it balanced does it have a really nice flavour yeah yeah. obviously temperature and stuff like that are still involved you know because mm. it, there's a certain temperature to appreciate that yeah of course. Like that, but 
Yeah. Yeah, to have, to broaden broaden their criteria of actually enjoying yeah. coffee. Yeah. Um and then I mean doing something different with coffee, I think that like when I first ate ate here, running parallel to that is having a menu that's not necessarily your, your, your real staple cafe food. It's it, There's a bit of fun about it and there's a bit of difference in the menu. What was the sort of conversation like between you guys when, when you first sort of decided, all right, this is the type of food we want to do here? I guess the uh, obviously Jack and I have a collaboration on the food that we have here at the cupping room. Um, we've obviously take a lot of inspiration from restaurants, um, more of like fine dining, working on different techniques, yeah, and uh, modern modern techniques and methods of cookery. Um, so obviously, at the cupping room, we obviously really enjoy food and good food and working with good produce. Um, obviously, we wanted to be excited about mm-hmm. food and what we're delivering to our customers, what we're eating. Um, so obviously, to inspire us and our staff, we've gone for more of a restaurant-based food rather than your everyday cafe mm. where you know it's I guess it's basically your cereals and your, your egg benedicts mm. nothing too exciting so that's where we've gone with food and obviously our base is um, very modern Australian I would say yeah cool then talking about the dishes that's it like they're, they're good examples of, of what exactly what you're talking about using sort of uh, restaurant techniques in, in a cafe setting and but keeping it keeping it light, keeping it food that sort of matches with the lunchtime vibe, the breakfast vibe, having it having a coffee and just and, and being relaxed. It's the whole environment that you've created. So, yeah. tell me about the salmon dish that we shot then. Salmon dish, um, obviously once again modern technique that we've used. Yeah. Um, Suvine. So obviously that's that's based where we vacuum pack the, the salmon, um, put it in a water bath so we can obviously control. The temperature and there's a lot of it's, it's easier to maintain the cooking temperature and mm. then even um, and it's at 40 eh? 40 degrees Quite for, for 40 minutes yeah okay yeah so yeah so for salmon that's like when you sous vide there's like a lot of science that comes into it mm. about what you're working with and for salmon that temperature is the perfect temperature to be breaking down all the proteins all the protein, yeah. Yeah, within okay. the uh, within the salmon. So when you see the dish, it nearly looks as if the salmon isn't cooked. Yeah. But actually, we've just broken it all down, and then that's what's so incredible about this technique is because we've cooked it, but we haven't really cooked it. Yeah. Um, and so because everything's been broken down inside of it, just like when you braise meat at really low temperature as well, um, this salmon when you cook it, like it, it's just you just cut through it like butter. It's like yeah. butter and yeah. the texture is incredible. Mouth, yeah. 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 And that's yeah. the beauty about sous vide really. Yeah, it maintains its integrity, but it's still got, yeah. you know, yeah. Delicious. Yeah. What about some of the accompaniments that are with that then? Um, so we've done a beetroot puree. Yeah. Uh, just roasted off some beetroot, a bit of rock salt, and then just pureed it up with a bit of Dijon mustard, um, a bit of sour cream. And then we've got puff rice. So we've got mm-hmm. wild rice that we've fried at 220 degrees. So really, really quick. Um, puffs up really, really quickly. You've got to be careful, obviously, yeah. so that you don't overdo it. Um, also, some pickled radish uh, that we pickle in a sugar, vinegar, lots of spices, and we do that uh, overnight. 
and then you've got what else you got? You've got some fresh lemon and some fresh fennel. Yeah. yeah, a little fennel salad just to lighten it up, keep it yep. fresh. And then we've got the uh, rye croutons. And the rye croutons. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah, beautiful. So obviously we just freeze those, slice it, and then um, just pop it in the oven yeah. for about 180 degrees for about six minutes. Yeah. Fennel, salmon, rye, it's yeah. all pretty classic yeah, sort exactly. of combinations, yeah, exactly. but the way that it presents really fits what you're talking about. Yeah. Just being a bit more modern and a bit more innovative than than your standard cafe yeah. staples. Exactly right. And, um, you know, I'm sure that, you know, I mean, that's why, one of the reasons why you guys are so busy all the time. I mean, people come here because they see the food and they see that it's something different, there's interest, and you change the menu, and, yeah. you know, and, and it works. Yeah. Uh, so I reckon that's a bloody great dish. I love yeah. salmon. And, and, and something like that as well fits, you know, if you come to a place like this on a Sunday at, 10 30 11 o'clock you can you can eat that dish for breakfast or lunch sort of thing yeah, like exactly. it's like a very it's a very brunch yeah. brunchy yeah. dish yeah. yeah yeah works well it's actually pretty funny for the menu thing um i think you were asking before about like what we what the, what the quota was for the food yeah and i remember like when we were opening i said to the chefs i was like we're gonna we're do, we're gonna be we're getting so edgy with what we're doing with the coffee like not everyone's gonna love it yeah like okay. it's gonna piss the people off so what I want with the food is that people, I want everyone to love the food. Yeah. I want people to come in and be like, be pissed off about the coffee. Well, not pissed off, like have like, but, yeah. but have the food and the atmosphere and the service so comforting that they leave and they don't, it's not such an aggressive thing anymore. Yeah. And we can sort of get to do whatever we want with coffee. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So, and that's what the guys have executed. Well, that's perfectly. awesome. Yeah. And that's how you get regulars as well. And that's how people, you know, people who might've been intimidated by doing coffee in a different style at first <laughs> sorry mate that's all right yeah um yeah people who might have been intimidated by getting a coffee at a different style at first yeah. would come back for the food and then just embrace the coffee because yeah, it, takes, exactly. you know, it might take more than one shot at it because you might be used to getting a bloody large caramel cappuccino yeah, or something yeah, and then you've too. said oh you normally drink a caramel cappuccino yeah. well we've got a beautiful bean that's got those sorts of characters yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. whatever it may be yeah, yeah. probably it's cool. everyone's embraced it now like the coffee is it's all our customers come in and they'd like so excited we run three blends now for milk yep. so you can choose between three blends and like the guest blends that we run always sell out customers come in like hey what's boring today you know might try something different oh i like your style you know um you know filter coffee which was just like a bit of a like you know i remember back in the day we're maybe only selling like a couple a day and we're really really pushing it now we're punching out liters of filter coffee, which is that's a great. great. Way to appreciate coffee, and yeah, like it's Canberra is like yeah, that's really it. appreciate it. And we're like you know board, we're yeah. at the forefront now. Like people in Melbourne and Sydney, they're not, they're not appreciating coffee the way that people are in Canberra now. It's really cool. We're very spoiled here. Progressive. Yeah. Yeah. We're really spoiled in Canberra for good coffee now. Like, there's a lot of good local roasters and yeah. people that pay attention to the quality of their coffee. Yeah. And you know, like any any corner of town that you're in, and just about now, you know, you can find somewhere that's gonna you're gonna yeah, get exactly. a consistent good coffee. Yeah. Um, just quickly about the second second dish. Again, you know, like goat's cheese, avocado, some nice you know fresh sort of herbs and stuff, and then and then go that goat's cheese using yeah. an interesting technique as well. Yeah. Yeah, so that. once again, pretty classic. Obviously, avocado here is um, probably the most popular dish. We could do anything with avocado. Yeah, you just put avocado on a plate for Yeah, them. exactly, right? Avocado <laughs> on toast. And you cannot not have our, our customers would be happy, happy. You know, it'd pretty much be murder if we didn't have uh, avocado on the menu. Yeah. But uh, what we've gone with is 
traditionally, well, at the cup room, we've basically done the smashed avocado. Yeah. We've tried to change it up a little bit and just go on the fresh, go on the half. Got a nice big avocado uh, from WA. We've uh, obviously put a whipped goat cheese with it. So what we do with the whipped goat cheese is get the goat cheese, uh, whip it up with pure cream, yep, uh, and just season it up. It's obviously a balance to it because if you obviously add too much cream, you it'll basically turn to water. Um, so there's a balance to it. Um, do you do then, that by hand or just like a stand no, mixer or no, something? No, just or? yeah, just in the robo. Yeah, robo. Yeah, yeah, robo. Yeah. Yeah. But at home, people can just use like a mixer. And yeah, people yeah, can exactly. Use a stand right. or a, yeah. even just do it. At, yeah. Use the elbow it grease. Up, like that method of whipping, it just lightens up because goat's curd is intense. Mm. Um, so it just lightens it up, and again, like texture. Just, it just helps it spread. Yeah, the beauty of it, like that, is that you can apply. Yeah, you can apply it to different things in so many ways. Like. You can put a quenelle of it next to some eggs and avocado like you That'd guys right. have. Yeah. But you can also just spread it on something and yeah. put some, you know, tomato over the top or yeah. whatever it yeah. might yeah. be. It's a, it's a good way of doing it. You know, you can put it in a container in the fridge and you've yeah. got it there for whatever whatever you want to create. Exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. So, yeah. And obviously we mash it with a couple of poached eggs, um, a herb salad. You just got your snow pea tendrils. Put some alfalfa in there, some soft herbs like parsley, chervil, <laughs> and then um, and we've added the pickled uh, radish as well, just yeah. to cut through some of the cheese and and obviously the rich eggs and stuff mm. like that. So yeah, it's, it's pretty balanced and obviously and it's veggie you know, like yeah. veg yeah. Exactly and I think right. something that like you know I think there's a lot of veggies out there who probably be used to getting the same old thing at cafes. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean, so. yeah. Actually, every menu, the avo dish is the hardest dish for us to come up with yeah. because we like we get so inspired with everything. But avo is so difficult because it's so it's nearly so restricted because there's a certain like it just goes so well with goat's, with goat's cheese, and then you don't want to make it too complicated as well because we need to keep it at a certain price point and. You kind of can't, like can't fuck with it too much. Yeah, it's exactly. like a no-brainer. Yeah, for a customer. And then for us, everyone's like, "What do we do with it? Like, how do we change it?" And we're sort of like, I suppose, learnt just to accept it, like you know, as just being a simple thing. And mm. over summer, we do it with pomegranate. It's really nice. Yeah, that's instead of the radishes and stuff that cuts through the, the cheese and the eggs and stuff. Over winter, with the radishes, with the root veg. Mm. So yeah, you can do anything with goat's cheese and avo, and it's gonna be that's it. As long as you got good bread. Sweet. Um, awesome. Anything, anything else you want to talk about? Anything else coming up for the cupping room? Anything you want to, you're going to change in the future? We are always trying to, every single menu, we try to get better. Yep. We're constantly trying to improve ourselves. We're never happy with where we're at. Yep. Um, and that's, what, that's why we love this industry, because we get to constantly change and play and innovate. And, um, so, yeah, there's always something new coming up. But in terms of, we're just developing, we want to start doing like, um, I suppose freshening up the catering game yep. in the city here. Yeah, cool. Um, so we're just trying to d get the resources together so we can start doing some really awesome catering for local businesses. That's so fun. obviously during the week it's impossible to get in here like with a group of eight, ten, whatever, or you're going to wait thirty minutes. Mm. So it's cool if we, we're going to start trying to supply some really good stuff mm. to um, to some local offices and things. Well, that's it. And you're right in the middle of it all here. Yeah, you? exactly. And like just seeing some of the catering around, like people paying top dollar for like curry egg. On Wonder White, and you know, <laughs> and 
Yeah, we yeah. can do a bit better. Yeah, we can do a bit yeah. better. I think yeah. we'll try given the cupping room experience. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, yeah. as, as catering. So we're so. just working on that now. Maybe this year we'll have it all up and ready, but we'll see. Yeah. And constantly pushing with the coffee also. I mean, this is the yeah. second year in a row you've had someone at the yeah. World Barista Championships yeah. Yeah, through so, our coffee. Yeah. So. The big thing actually that with coffee right now that we're working on, two things actually. One is, you'll see in our menus now, we've actually classed all, we've okay. classed all our coffees into labels now. Yeah, okay. So you can actually um, start choosing on price range. Oh, so okay. um, what's coming in, in towards the end of this year, beginning next year is we're going to have black label well it's sort of here already but we're organising it a bit more so black label is scoring from 84 to 87 points out of 100 right and that's your base right that's our base range which is still a lot higher than most people's base range yeah. um, and that's going to be our house blend our batch brew filter um, and we don't have any black label espresso mm-hmm. um, and then green label is scoring 87 to 90 points out of 100 um, and then you can get a green label milk based coffee which right now is our seasonal mm-hmm. um, but soon we'll have a different one running um, that's our pour over filters and also our base of espresso and then we have gold label as well which is scoring over 90 points out of 100 and that's basically your top 20 coffees 30 coffees in the world yep. um, and yeah they're pretty exy yep. but it's all um, but we'll also have a gold label milk base gold label espresso and gold label filter available um, so it's really even like taking to that next level people coming and going like hey what experience do you want you know <laughs> yeah. like a wine list you know like yeah. what do you want to spend today you know what sort of experience do you want obviously you're not maybe not going to drink gold label every day yep. unless you're rocking up in your Porsche or whatever but you know come in try gold label um, and we're going to start doing vertical and horizontal tastings for people so you can come in and have three milk base one of each level or you can have a milk base a filter and an espresso in whatever level you choose that's cool yeah that's a, and people that's a come in and heighten experience. that coffee experience yeah um, yeah, yeah I think coffee's one of those things that um, a lot of people you know like I mean I've been drinking double shot flat white since I can't remember when you know like I can't yeah. remember when and it's so hard to it's so hard to differ from yeah. your, your, your stand but coming to a place like this like you can sit up there at the bar and you know you say oh I'll you know what's the batch brew or what's the filter or or whatever and they give you a bit of education and it, and it leans you into trying something different yeah. which is something that's really cool like yeah. because there are a lot of people who are very earnest in you know sticking to their normal coffee every, yeah. every day so, yeah. yeah and what we're trying to tell our customers is like it's going to be just like what you normally have but better like yeah. <laughs> you know like you don't it's like you don't have to get the berry notes and everything and stuff like you know like if you go to the wine shop you just want a bottle of red for 10 bucks or whatever it's fine yeah um, but you don't even have to know that it's what's in it just know that it's going to be the best that we can possibly make it for you you know it. and it's going to be exactly the same as what you normally have just, yeah. yeah tasty so. alright good cool. way to end Sweet. Cheers. thanks guys Thanks for listening to my chat with Jack and Jerome from The Cupping Room. If you want to find out any more about them, you can follow them on social media or visit their website, thecuppingroom.com.au. If you want more of these podcasts, you can go to our website, quicksandfood.com, and go to the podcast page, or you can download the whole Capital Cookbook 3 season through iTunes and Stitcher. If you want to follow us on social media, we're Quicksand Food on Instagram and on Facebook. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you again next time. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.